0: What's going on, everybody? This is Sean of Ross-like music. And this is The Super of
1: Show. I'm La Mali. This is Blue and Green Radio.
0: Party people, this is Mr. V of Confessions of a Curly Mind, broadcasting through Blue and Green Radio.
1: You're listening to Steve Williams at UK5.org. Welcome to the Blue and Green Sessions. Right, the vibe with DJ Ronnie Ron. Cosmic Radio. Radio. Twisted Soul. Futuristica Radio. You're
2: listening to the Blue and Green podcast, and
1: I hope you enjoy what we are going to say. BlueandGreenRadio.com
2: Welcome friends, you're tuned in to another episode of the Blue in Green podcast My name's Imran, thank you very much for your time and your company for the show today uh, It is a great episode, before we jump into that however A quick reminder that this podcast series runs in conjunction with Blue in Green Radio The online internet radio station that broadcasts from London and hosts shows from across the world Which is always very very exciting uh, for me to say We're a station that celebrates contemporary uh, soul jazz, funk, Latin music and uh, we'd love for you to join us in our journey uh, and uh, continual adventures and you can find us at blueandgreenradio.com where you can find our radio stream as well as the full backlist catalogue of our podcast series. Um, To our episode today, um, we're very fortunate, um, it's not lost on me uh, about uh, just how fortunate we kind of are to host our guest today. We're talking to uh, multi-instrumentalist and producer Sunim Karaya who has the incredible um, uh, fortune of releasing his debut solo project entitled Ecstasy and the Apple Tree. It is due out to the tail end of June, 28th of June I believe, uh, 2021 and it is the result of 16 years of work that's gone into it and I can't honestly I can't imagine uh that kind of that joy that um that excitement at sort of being able to complete something that you've invested so much of yourself into and be at that point where you're waiting for everyone to kind of hear it uh, it must be so exciting and it's yeah we're very very fortunate to kind of have caught uh at in this kind of moment in th- at this stage uh of of the project so uh it was it was a joy to, to kind of get to talk to him uh kind of about everything that's gone into it um, his background his influences his affections for uh silhouette brown and deborah jordan and um uh it's yeah it was just a it's a it's a brilliant album we're really really excited about it and um, so having the chance to kind of sit down and uh kind of pick his brains uh is uh, was it was great i really really enjoyed it and i hope you guys will too uh so um before we jump in however regular listeners of the podcast will know we feature two songs per episode uh, our guest in this case Sunim, will pick Will pick, excuse me, our closing number for this show. But I have the luxury of picking our opening one. I'm so excited about this one um, because we talk about it a lot in the show. My opening pick from the album is a track called "Nobody," and. Um, I don't even know what to say, we talk about this one quite a lot and it's really interesting kind of hearing how elements of the song came together, it is a very 80 sounding song and I mean that in a, the most gloriously affectionate way I can, <laughs> that I can and, uh, and that's explained further uh, in the, the conversation as well but there's a, a certain sound effect that appears throughout the song and we get to hear <laughs> about that creation as well so yeah yeah so listen to this song intently and then wait till we discuss it in the show so, um, so yes so uh, massive thanks once again to Sunim all the congratulations in the world uh, for his wonderful project and uh, his incredible uh, soon to be successes so thank you very much to him and to you my good friends for tuning into the episode today once again find us at BlueInGreenRadio.com, and I very much hope you enjoy the show today Oh, I, thank you so much for your time mary. Really we appreciate you uh no, no, no. it's the evening time as well and it's like the worst thing uh yeah. to have to do to sit down and listen to this voice for, a, for however long it is so, Absolute um, pleasure man <laughs> that's super cool. how you doing today you well
0: I'm good um apart from all the hay fever um <laughs> yeah it's just. This time of year, man, it's just kind of mid-June and I'm just kind of like a crying oh, mess, you
3: know, <laughs> high
0: yeah. streaming and just uh, in a pool of I, snot. Pretty much. I,
2: I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually very lucky. I'm a, I, you know, I've, I've never, a, you know, been that way that way inclined i was gonna say but look, been it impa- impacted by right? hate people anything does it get worse when it rains like because where it is i don't know where you are right now and like is it heavily raining like it is here um it,
0: it's it's been a bit dismal today i mean we've had like great past few days of really solid sunshine um but yeah today is a bit overcast and humid um went out for a run earlier which um didn't really help at all because I just came home to a massive sneezing <laughs> fit. <laughs> I've only just managed to shake off now in good time. So oh,
2: as long as, as I've got all
0: the windows shut and <laughs> all the doors shut in my room, I, I should be okay.
2: <laughs> uh, I, I I don't take to the, the. It's been intensely hot. uh I think for the yeah. last week for me, and I I love the idea of summer. I really love the idea of it. But when it comes to it, I you know I I, I get quite relieved at moments like this when it's just chucking down. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't mean, often say I, that out loud, but there you go. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: I I I love I love the heat, you know, the, mm. the hotter the better for me. Yeah. Um I suppose we are a, a nation of planers, aren't we? We Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, you
0: but know, we always spend the winter going, Oh, you know, we need some sunshine now, we need some warmth and then we have like our our few days of summer in like in in April or something. <laughs> and it's like oh, I'm too hot now. <laughs>
3: Well, <laughs> i
2: guess that's, a, that's an interesting place to start i guess uh, seeing as we are you're right a nation of complainers how has your last like year and a half been i mean we're, we're talking in uh middle of june uh 2021 uh they yeah. we're well, we were nearly days away from basically being free of every restriction from a face mask <gasps> so, close, so close
0: we're so close
2: right and now they've extended it for another month i mean I know how. How have you been up to this point? You know, your, the last year and a half has it been? Uh, I mean, yeah, productive I mean, time. Has it been a fun time? Chaotic? What know, a year and a half! It?
0: Yeah, it's. Um, I'll tell you what. I've I've absolutely loved it. To be quite honest.
3: <laughs> well,
0: really, <laughs> I mean, <You're> like. Oh. <laughs> I mean, for one, I I got the album done, and I'm, I'm here chatting to you.
3: <laughs>
2: so, so was yeah. that as a direct result of it then? Um, I I guess it was
0: in a way. Um, I mean, you know, um, like I mentioned, it's taken me 16 years to get it completed. I know. Um, I know. And it was, you know, I've got, I've got this block of time now. I'm absolutely free because prior to, um, the end of March, 2020, before we all locked down, I was, I was leading a really busy life. I mean, um, I, I work a nine to five, um, I've been working from home over the past year and, you know, I've, I've been furloughed and, and, and everything like that um so you know it's, it's given me more time at home um i used to spend my evenings gigging a lot um i'm mainly a bass player for um a lot of the musical theater shows around the region so oh. um i would probably say every other week um my nights are all booked up so i'm, I'm hardly ever at home so, <laughs> really so um, so, so it's,
2: were it's, you right so you do so you do miss it or you're happy for the the break it's, it's both actually yeah um
0: i mean I, I absolutely loved all the gigging and everything and you know having, having a busy life but it's just so so nice to chill and i've actually seen the wife for once as well <laughs> whether she's pleased about that I'm, I'm not sure um but yeah you know it's um well let's, let's put it this way at the start of lockdown it was kind of like this can go one way or the other i mean um, with losing all the gigs and going on furlough, I, I did lose a lot of my income and um, I didn't really have much to do except for just sitting in front of Netflix and drink gin every night. <laughs> so um, and I thought, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to grab this. You know, I, I could do something good for this. So I just put myself into my album completely and, um, and also worked on my, my, my physical health as well. So, you know, I, I used to be like really, really inactive like really unfit uh, but uh, you know I'm, I'm running now like i said and um yeah just just trying to make most of my time now
2: so pre pre uh, uh quarantine everything you were inactive do you mean like you weren't like you
0: weren't yeah excited, yeah you you um i mean i've i've never been big in the whole um yeah, yeah. physical fitness thing and, and and things like that and you know and, and that also has an effect on your your, your mental health yeah. i mean not that i've really suffered from it but I think over the past year and a half, now that I've properly worked on it, it's kind of like wow. You know, I just feel really creative again and um, driven. It's 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 yeah. great, yeah. So just because of that, I'm I'm loving life <laughs> at the moment. I mean, it's, it's a bit of a shame we've kind of backtracked with a, yeah. a few things over the past few days with um, the the recent announcements. Um, I've just had a few gigs cancelled, oh, no. uh, which I'm I'm not that please about but you know just it it gives me more time at home so i'll I'll, I'll embrace it
2: (laughs) oh wow yeah well it sounds like you've got the right you've had the you know an amazing kind of experience and the right attitude about it i mean i've had the i guess the misfortune of talking to a few people uh you know artists like yourself where it's been you know that being not able to kind of experience uh life and uh, new experiences in the way that they would has kind of prevented them from just having that kind of uh that creativity that that want to kind of create. Yeah, it, it really stifled them. So it's always really inspiring when I kind of get the chance to talk to someone like you, and you're kind of like, no, I had this time and <laughs> yeah. I managed to to do something with it, and that's really great. That's that's it's yeah,
0: so I fare quite well. I mean, it's it's like what you said. I I know um, several of my uh, my creative friends who have been stuck in a rut and yeah you, you just kind of get locked in a cycle don't you and
3: yeah
0: I, I suppose every day just kind of blurs into the same kind of single day and you just yeah you just can't get out the cycle and I, I can imagine it's it's, it's quite uh, it's difficult mentally yeah um and yeah so I mean I, I kind of saw that coming for myself but I thought, right, you know, album, here we go. <laughs> Amazing, yeah. So no, in terms of... Present to finish
2: it. Yeah, no, and that's 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 brilliant. Like, like so I guess the, what we're talking about is your... your At the time we're talking, the album hasn't... Uh, actually, this will be released before the album is out as well. Uh, so the, the album we're, we're referencing is, is... I mean, dude, I've got about five questions all about the title by itself. Ecstasy on the apple tree. I mean, wow. That's... I mean, it... <laughs> Give me three it, copies it, straight it, it, it a great title, but It's a it, great it's, title.
0: It's a great title. It's not <laughs> profound at all. It, it really is.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. Let, let's, let's tease this out. Let's tease. I'm sure yeah, it is okay, profound. Yeah, yeah. Where does where, where, where the title come from? So it, it simply just
0: comes from the first two tracks. Um, so those <laughs> tracks being My Ecstasy, which opens the album, and then The Apple Tree. And I mean, <laughs> like, so, songwriting isn't, that natural of, of a process to me. Um, so you know, I'm a very much kind of like, um, especially in the style that I've composed the album in. It's just kind of bash some chords out, and eventually some lyrics will come in. And I think one of them just happened to be ecstasy, and the other one happened to be apple tree. So I thought, right, okay. Um, and it kind of stems back to when I first um, had the the idea for those songs because um, ecstasy and the apple tree was actually meant to be released as a double a side um, it was just meant to be the first two songs um, but then over the course of the next um two three years the the rest of them came along it, um, after the double a side idea it became an idea for a four-track ep um, that's when i came up with um the tracks uh come on up and higher um, that finished the album and then I fleshed out the stuff in between the um, the inner four tracks. So yeah, and then it was like a, a full album.
2: Wow. I've got to say, it's probably a good thing that you didn't change the title to include every song title yeah. in order.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure the, um, <laughs> the the distributors will go for that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you probably, you, you knew
2: exactly where to start. It, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's really profound in its own. And yeah, I like, I love it a lot. I think it's a great album title. Um, What kind of, uh, so, I mean, you've mentioned, you know, 16 years. It's such a, I'm so honestly, I'm genuinely thrilled uh, for you and for me to almost kind of have caught you at this point, at the end of this incredible 16 year kind of journey, I guess, for you to kind of Oh, oh, to, no, no, to it... see it kind of realized well you're 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 so close from seeing it realized you know you're yeah. you're just a couple of weeks or so, a week away or so um and it's scary yeah it's uh, yeah like what is what is that feeling like what is you know it's you're about to um, have this project unveiled to the world like what is that yeah I,
0: I don't think it's 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 quite sunk in yet in a way i mean um because um i've been kind of phasing the the album out to people sort of gradually over these uh past few weeks and i will do over the um the, the coming week or so before it's released as well um so i think the fact that a lot of my close friends have heard it and stuff like that it's kind of like yeah this is good you know um people are hearing it and they're liking what they hear um but i think you know it hasn't quite sunk in that i will be unleashing it out mm. to the whole world and People will be hearing these songs for the first time <laughs> I, you know um, these are basically songs that i finished writing um must have been early 2010s i think wow so uh, yeah um yeah i, I, I think the, the, the answer to that question is um, i don't really know how i feel <laughs> <laughs> to be quite honest but no it's, it's just great to get it completed and yeah in a form that people can finally listen to. I mean, um, well, the songs have always kind of bit in my head in a way. I, I've, I've, one nice thing about working on this album, even though it's taken me all this time, I never kind of hit a point. I feel that um, where I got, I, I got blocked with anything, it's not like, oh, I'm, I'm at this section now, and I just don't know what to do, or I'm stuck on this song, and it's just mm. not going that way. It's almost like um, I, I had the vision of the album all sorted within the first couple of years of um conception. So that was a nice thing. I think um the most difficult thing for me was um mainly it was the anxiety of it, you know. Um kind of I'm very you know, um I do have trouble kind of expressing myself, you know, personally and, and, and musically. So it was a huge step for me. Um, but also, it's kind of the confidence of um, getting the sound that was in my head into being. You know, um, mm. having confidence in my um, my production and, and things like that. Um, so it was. It's probably those two areas that where it was the most work. Um, and mm. then, of course, life got busy as well. You know, <laughs> with work and stuff like that. Getting married.
2: And
3: <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: what
2: was those like when you kind of? think back to the you know the very inception of it you know the mm. idea of you kind of having that moment of yeah i think i'm i think i'm gonna try and make an album <laughs> you know like was it you know, or i'm gonna to start to try put music under sort of my own name i mean where where were you sort of in your life back then
0: yeah so um i was still at at, at university so um we're talking around 2005 2006. Um, and I remember I got the idea. It was when um, I remember being in my flat in Bri- at Bristol, because that's where I was studying for, um, for master's. And um, it was all back in the, the, the MySpace days and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> Everyone
2: I talk to at the moment references MySpace. It's oh God, it, it was wow. a great platform back then, man. It was, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I was on it as well. Yeah, like yeah, just a the tail end, yeah. It was amazing. so easy to
0: push music out on it it was great you know wow. does um, it not exist
2: anymore or I it, it keep does to look, yeah but...
0: um but i mean i've I closed down my profile years ago you know it's right. a, a shame it was a, bit of a waste ground really you know i'll be going <sighs> to um like other artists profiles and stuff like that and you know it hadn't been updated all right, the formatting right. on the pages was clunky it's like getting pop-ups
3: everywhere you know right, i right. think
0: myspace were losing a lot of money so they had to like plug every gap with ads. <laughs> 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 take obviously. about an hour to load the page. Um so I, right. yeah, so um a, a good friend of mine, um Ben Fogarty. um I mean he was, he was a, a massive um influence on me and my sound. Um I'm not sure if you if you've heard of uh, Ben Me Duck. Um uh, part of an outfit that um, was signed to um, Domu's Treblelo.
2: Oh wow okay yeah
0: yeah so my friend Ben he um, put this album together at, at, um, at university. He did the same course that I did in Coventry but he was two years below me and I played bass for him a few times and um, for his end of year project he put, he put this album together and um, yeah, yeah that, he sent it to Ben GB and it, it got to Giles and, and the whole thing just blew up it was it was absolutely awesome. Wow. Um, so I think it was—it was actually prior to that time on MySpace. He sent me a link to um, Silhouette Brown's page, mm-hmm. and um, and he he made me listen to a track called "Pain." If
2: you're, yeah, it though. Wow. Yeah. yeah.
0: From um, it, I'm sure it's their debut, isn't it? Mm. Um, from all those years back, and I was just so captivated by it. It was just like, wow. You know, um, it's it's almost like someone had taken the music out of my head, fed it loads of steroids. And just kind of... <laughs> like, you know, it's kind of like, this is sort of stuff that, that, that I want to be doing, but but so much better. And it just really inspired me. And, um, you know, back around mid-2000s, mid to late 2000s, that's when, I suppose, like Broken Beat and that kind of UK soul, it was, you know, is really coming to the fore um it was a lot easier to find and stuff and you know because and, and of great stuff like myspace um it was really accessible so um yeah so and plus with my friend ben's album and things like that um it was like i, I first heard silhouette brown and i heard pain i was like wow and then a few months later we were almost part of the scene you know it was it was mad it was <laughs> like go to um We'll do a show in London, and and uh, Deborah Jordan happens to be there. And I like I talk to her, and it's
2: like wow, it's like... oh, you you guys spoke that far back? That's amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah. So um, I think it was um, we were doing a show at the Big Chill House, and uh, and Deborah came to see it. She probably won't have any recollection of this, <laughs> but um, but yeah. So I probably chatted to it for all of I don't know. It must have been about two three minutes um and then it, I, I remember uh, um asking so when are we gonna hear any of your stuff and it's like oh yeah you know i'm, I'm working on I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have an album out soon and uh soon turned into like 13 years <laughs> after <laughs> that like... <laughs> 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 um but brilliant. yeah but it, it was all the it was it was silhouette brown you know i, I heard pain um so i thanked my friend ben for that and then i checked out the album i was like wow you know well, <laughs> it was absolutely brilliant sound
2: just amazing yeah
0: i was bowled over by it and it's just stayed with me until this day i mean all the the material on, on my album it is very kind of 2007 2008 me but. Um, but the fact that I've kind of just stuck to it and thought, you know, should hear this. Uh, this music that I've written. Um, I probably won't. If I was to write another album, I, I probably won't write. Style, I don't think. But, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's it's almost my take on it, and it's kind of my way of going, thank you, you know, for everything that you've taught me, and Amazing. <laughs> giving something back to the scene in a way.
2: I think if you you know you, if it takes say sixteen years, you know I always figured it would be a case of your just constantly evolving it. do you know what I mean, but it's really interesting that you had it yeah. almost um, prepped very early, but I mean, what were the delays then what were sort of what was the sort of the not the delays but what was kind of taking that that extra time for you just
0: thinking yeah way, so,
2: and...
0: um quite a lot of it i mean it's, it kind of stems back to the kind of the anxiety and, and and confidence kind of thing oh I mean, that, that that was a huge part of it but mm. um i would say that the actual creative roadblocks for me were um it was all the the, the programming side of things so it was quite early on where i'd, I'd got all the vocalists in i got all the the instrumentalists in, i've got um 15 of my friends on the album and you know that that was actually quite simple it was just like right you know i've got the words just come in i'll i'll hum you the tunes and just sing it and off you go kind of thing and that that all that kind of stuff didn't take long at all but um it was all down to actually crafting the sound and um nailing the sound of the synths and and, and things like that um it's um i've always been a fan of um like, off-the-wall thriller, uh, that, that, that crazy right. Jones sound, you know. Mm. And um, it's like the synths always have this kind of human voice-like quality to them, and that's really? something that I always wanted. It was just, yeah, I mean, I, I don't come from a kind of synth programming background or anything, so I kind of taught myself that along the way, and mm. um, I spent a lot of years trying to, um, trying to sort that, really.
2: Wow. So uh, when you've kind of got these... Like the people that you worked with, I mean, how, you know, you got, you just happened to know 15 musicians. This is wonderful. <laughs> like, uh, how did you kind of, how did you guys meet? This is just from, from gigging, from, from uni days and stuff like that, or?
0: Yeah. So it's um, all sorts, uh, really. Um, I think mainly um, it was so, uh, I think a handful of the people who played on it were um, members of a uh, jazz orchestra that he's playing. play. it was um, a county's jazz orchestra and yeah you know some great young talent and um and who best to use and people that you know right. so um that was great and then i i'd started on the theater scene then as well so you know i, I knew some really like, damn good players who could just come in and just sight read stuff so I, I, I use a few of them and um I, I was doing a few kind of um jazz jams as well locally as a bass player so um and then yeah you know you just kind of meet these people and think oh yeah I can, I can use that sound right so um yeah uh, um and these friends they're, they're all kind of that they're all part of the sound you know it, it just wouldn't be the same without them so it's mm. quite nice to have that kind of that range of color
2: yeah that's amazing so it was all they they you know it wasn't necessarily like a collaborative thing in terms of everyone pitching in ideas and stuff like that it was was your your vision from the outset it's amazing
0: yeah yeah i mean i was i was very open to things in the studio so uh let's say if um like one of the keys players had like played part that i i specifically wanted them to play um i'll just hit record after that and just go look just just mess mess around on the track just see what comes out and then I'll just kind of like have a bank of these little improv bits. i just like use that to piece like various parts of the album together as well. And then there's probably various sections that are just built from like improv layers and things.
2: Wow. That's awesome. So,
0: um,
2: yeah, it's, it's
0: quite funny. That because um, There are some moments on the album where I just don't know who did what. I mean, I was going to like really like properly credit people like, on each track that they played on, but I'm actually like, I'm oh. texting some of my friends now going oh, so that bit on uh track three um uh, two minutes 11 seconds in what about
3: you? That? <laughs> I, just, uh, can't remember
0: if it, I was literally getting all these banks of like parts together uh, kind of in, in the same project on my computer so i didn't actually know who played what they were, they were just like noodling stuff and i just like picked some nice moments and just like, piece them together
2: and stuff so, so is, yeah is it is everyone just replying and saying, "Yep, that's me." Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah, probably. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's me. That was me. The,
0: yeah, I mean, <laughs> that album should be under my name
3: because.
2: I, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's a it's a heavily like a like vocal wise. I mean, you've got you know, it's it's, you know, of the eight tracks, it's they're all vocals if I remember correctly, right? Um, yeah. It's um, like, yeah. No, I was, I was about like say songwriting. I think you said you initially didn't find that part of it necessarily an easy uh process for you. How 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 does that process kind of come together when you're having to 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 write in that vein?
0: Sure, yeah. So um I mean it's 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 always textures that that come first. Um especially with with this album. It was all kind of based around grooves and, you know, just nice um chord shifts and things like that. Um but lyrically, yeah, I mean I, I, I really did struggle, actually, because it, it, always, it, it always came last in the process. Um, I kind of built the track first and kind of needed to work out what was happening um, in terms of the colour and the texture. Mm. And then, yeah, I suppose the words were, were, were just an afterthought. I mean, all the songs, that they do have their own mood and they do have some kind of, I don't know, some kind of loose meaning behind them, really. But um but yeah like the title there and then nothing really profound it's just kind of like okay well that word fits with that word so i'll just i'll string a sentence together and hopefully someone can find so someone can make sense
2: or find meaning in it, you know?
0: <laughs> there are probably was people it? who are going to hear this and go actually yeah i can tell you know
2: <laughs> no i think there's a lot to be said for that though because i mean there was the um uh, who was the, the Michael Jackson writer, uh, was it Rod Templeton, where he basically, yeah. he would talk about his songwriting process as if it doesn't, he always believed it was in the air. And if you had yes, to struggle to find it, then it's yes. not meant to be. And, you know, there are varying styles, you know, that justify that as, yeah, sure. And then there are others that say, no, work at it. <laughs> because Yeah, it. that's yeah. right. Yeah. But, you know, there's a lot to be said for you uh, experiencing something in that moment and going with it you know it, it, those are lyrics born of that moment in you know in that in that groove so to speak so mm-hmm. i don't think there's anything there's anything at all uh like like wrong with that as a process that's that's a, it's just as exciting a yeah process yeah a sort. of course yeah yeah I mean, and it's you know it's, it's
0: art isn't it and everything yeah. has a, a everyone has a way of attacking things differently so yes. yeah I love was it, it was important.
2: it important yeah, was it important to you to 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 have written the songs, or did you ever want to say maybe I should like get help in in areas if you were struggling? Um,
0: yeah, I mean, I've always like the idea of um, doing kind of like my own album that I've written and and, and produced completely. um prior to the um, inception of it, I, I had just released an album. As part of, I suppose, stylistically, you'd call us an um, an alt jazz trio. Um, awesome. That was part of a um, a university project. So um, I produced an album um, for us, and you know that that got released. Got um, a, 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 I I had a good response, and I thought, yeah, I want to do more of this, and mm. um, and yeah, uh, I suppose doing a solo effort. It was always a bit of a dream of mine. Um, and again, you know, um, with that, you get the um, anxiety side of it. So I think that's why it just took me so long <laughs> to kind of get over that and go, right, you know, I'm ready now. People need to hear this.
2: Is that, Yeah, where do you sit with that at the moment? There's there's just like a, I mean, how much do you feel, it's probably a really unfair question, but how, how much do you feel uh, rides on the response? Do you know what I mean? Is this a process where you're like, no, I've, I'm have i ready to put this out and I'm ready to, you know, for whatever happens, happens. And I, I, it's of no interest to in me because it's taken me 16 years and I've done it and I've, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm done. Or is this a case of no, no, now, now the hard bit. <laughs> now the hard bit
3: comes. Yeah,
0: I, I, actually, I think whatever anxiety that I had has gone, and especially <laughs> over the past few months, because I, I think it was around um, Christmas time that i finished recording absolutely everything. And it was like, right, you know, that now it's just a chance to make it sound good. And um, because that's quite a process in itself, mm-hmm. I spent kind of a, a few months adding on all the final touches and things. You just get to a point where it's like, you know, you, you're almost disconnected from the music. And it's not that I almost didn't care about it, but I just felt like I could stand back and listen to the songs objectively and um and i think you know it's, it's usually at that stage where i suppose most artists and you know I've, I've got it in the past where you're just like oh you know i just really hate it i just ah uh, people can't hear this but no it, it went the 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 opposite way i was kind of like right yeah you know i, I can't wait to push it out so amazing. um yeah i'm i'm quite driven
2: amazing awesome that's so great do you think i mean do you yeah like that notion of uh, an artist saying oh i never listen to my stuff you know, or yeah. I, I do it and move on, you know, do you, I, I always, I always um, like the idea of someone having created uh, art in whatever context that is um, and appreciating it and being, you know, you know, just sort of like I made that and that's good and I'm proud of it and I will listen <laughs> to it or watch it or read it or whatever <laughs> it is, you know, I, I, offer, I, yeah, I absolutely, I think people should have that approach if, if you've, you know, you've created something. Yeah. You know, and I suppose as quite, it was, it was quite-
0: a huge part of it where it's like look it's been 16 years just get the bloody thing done
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing that it's this kind of yeah that it's sort of got to this point it's uh yeah it's very very exciting uh, yeah you must be super proud uh yeah. is, your, is your wife a fan
0: yeah so she was probably yeah, the first person to hear it after it, it was Amazing. completed. And, and she likes it. I mean, she can be very critical at times. And, okay. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, you can tell when she doesn't like something because she, she's very kind of like black and white in her taste. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, turn that off. Uh, but no, she, she actually um, asked me to burn a copy onto CD for her to, to, to have in the car. And stuff. Amazing. Yeah. yeah, so that that was great. Um, and I think it, it and a lot of it does kind of hinge on the response of those first few listens and um and yeah, so uh the the first listen throughs with a, a a few of my friends you know you're just kind of like gauging their response to it. anything oh, are they are, are they liking it and yeah and yeah it's it's been great, so i mean those those first few people in my life you know who are quite close to me who heard it who are like, yeah, you know you should be proud of it it's like yeah great that's that, that's what i wanted <laughs> so you know like yeah. kind of like got their blessing in a way to
2: amazing of, yeah <laughs> so what what stage did we, you know you've mentioned obviously that the the quarantine period gave you that time and space to kind of you know push this to to completion as such but i mean where would where do you reckon you would be or well, where were you in that project before then like would i take it had you know that that time not happened, you, you obviously wouldn't be putting it out at this point. You wouldn't have got round to it and completed it, right? So, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I,
0: I, suppose not. I mean, um, I mean, I doubt if that I ever would have completed it. I think. Oh <laughs> no, really? Well, yeah. It was. It, it was. It was just one of those. I still remember back when. Uh, <laughs> When I was 30 all those years ago and um, I, was, I was still at home um, with my parents and um yeah it's around kind of early 2000s um no sorry um 2010s and um my dad was like oh are you ever going to get this album done I was like <laughs> yeah well yeah <laughs> I'm not quite sure you know. um but I, but I had been kind of slowly working on it. I think um, because I moved house in 2016 and I remember the, the, the night before I was due to move, I thought I need to finish a track. So I finished a track that night, you know, just to make myself feel better about the whole thing. <laughs> and I was, I was actually halfway through the album at that point, at, at 2016. So I had four tracks completed wow. by then. And um, so the last five years I've spent <laughs> half the album, basically. Yeah
2: amazing when did you start playing you mentioned at uni obviously you were already well into to playing and creating but when did you start you know when did, what was your earliest kind of memories of music what what were those moments that led you to want to start playing wow so um yeah it's that's
0: a bit of a weird one because i don't think it was really my choice um so my parents forced me into um taking piano lessons you know and i, I was really Reluctant, you know, I never practiced or, or anything like that. It just, you know, it's it's just the whole parent thing of kind of, you know, my child needs to be different so they can learn an instrument and, you know, they can play squash and, you know.
3: <laughs> what was your
0: itinerary? Yeah, I was never into those
3: things.
0: I, I just wasn't. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I, I suppose I just, I became a, a, a free spirit. Um, In my early teens with with, with music because you know it was very much kind of oh you know yeah you have to do your grades and things like that so i was doing that but i just kind of wanted to mess around and kind of do my own thing and um, i was really into um i think i was around what 12 years old i think and um had a friend who was a, a, a really bizarre age to be into this but he was really into kind of like hard house and things like that (laughs) (laughs) so yeah it'd be going oh you know check out this tape of this this, uh, music that um, my brother put together and stuff like that and it's um, yeah so um, and from that it was like oh okay you know I'm gonna start making dance music now so that's kind of what I started off doing and that I suppose that hasn't really left um, that Mm. um, electronic side of things um and i remember around that time i can't remember why i got into them so much but i became a huge fan of of the beach boys uh uh, brian wilson so yeah um i mean probably my joint favorite album of all time is pet sounds by the beach boys which is completely different from ecstasy you know it's
2: (laughs) is ecstasy the other album that's your favorite of all time well uh no, no, no <laughs> you referenced excess you said joint and then you of like,
0: like yeah
2: <laughs> no, As well it fine. should be damn it as
0: well it should yeah, be yeah. <laughs> if only but no my um my other joint album uh, favourite album of all time is um do you know a band called Squitty Polity? Oh people usually yeah. laugh. Yeah <laughs> so then they started off as kind of like um uh, like a new wave kind of punk band or something, right. but then they just drifted off into really R and B, blue eyed soul, poppy kind of um, yeah, really funky stuff. And um, I remember I was uh, I, I was I was in Leicester, I was driving somewhere, and I had radio 2 on because i'm on in that era of my life now <laughs> 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 and, um i heard um I, I don't know if you're familiar with the track Woodbees.
2: i don't like, think i know that one no yeah
0: it's off the uh, cupid and psyche album
3: right
2: and um yeah so this kind of this slamming beat
0: comes in you know like proper 80s stuff you know really kind of cheesy synth bass and it was like i need to stop the car i need to take this in
3: you know
0: <laughs> um i didn't know who um squitty polity were back then uh, i mean this is going about six seven years back so it's a, a, a relatively recent new favorite um but is
2: marcus miller a part of them at some he was, point yeah as yeah well? yeah he was
0: he, he he played on um the the cupid and tyke album and also right. the Apollo, um provision as well So yeah, um, he was part of me. He must have been well young then, probably.
3: uh,
2: Yeah. Like
0: that. Uh, Yeah. So um, and that kind of revitalised, you know, my push for getting the album done as well. Um, It's quite funny. I actually sent. um, I've managed to kind of stalk dave Gamson, the, the, the um <laughs> the producer of criticality on facebook So i've kind of sent him my album was like you have to listen to this you know you have really inspired me and stuff like that and, you know typical thing you just never hear back and that's absolutely fair enough but it's quite nice that you know in in, in this in this day and age you, you can you can do that uh, but uh but so yeah, did you so, say he so replied like, no no he, right. he, he, he has replied in the past so i thought you know if he's if replied then it will it, like get back to the album no and that's absolutely great enough maybe he'll hear this and like he'll go oh yes, yeah man, that album. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah but
0: the the, the whole um the, the 80s sound has, has, has been a huge thing for me and um what you're asking about you know my earliest memories of music um so i've got four older sisters you know and that wow. can be hard work at times um so when i was a child in the 80s um, all of my sisters were teenagers then. So they were all into, you know, they were buying um, vinyl of the day, you know, all the um, electronic pop stuff and things like that. So, um, but I think one of my fondest memories was, um, uh, there's a cover version of, I didn't mean to turn you on by Robert Palmer, that my uh, younger sister used to, like rinse all the time like you know just play it and and i remember as i must have been about three or something but but yeah the the sound of the intro of that single was absolutely amazing you, know, you, you get all the synth brass coming and then another pounding beat comes in and it's just wow yeah and to this day i just i've always wanted to kind of capture that freshness and that kind of really clean electronic vibe mm. but almost quite um, atmospheric at the same time you know it's it's almost like you can see colors when you hear that kind of music it's it's
2: great 80s is like the only other decade where you could use it as a reference point and it could still sound like you're being forward thinking do you know what i mean like every other genre from 60s 70s 90s it sounds like i adore the 90s i'm heavily into 90s Mm -hmm. i love classic soul and funk but when you say the 80s like if you talk about a new project like yours and if you were to say it's got 80s inspirations, it doesn't sound like you're saying it's a dated aesthetic. It still sounds like you're thinking ahead. Do you know what I mean? Musically. Sure, yeah, yeah. Because, um, gorgeous, yeah. I mean, even the 80s now, I mean, you know, like
0: 30 odd years ago now, and um, yeah. but you, you, you hear music from back then and it, it still sounds futuristic, you know. It always sounds like music that we're not still meant to hear for a good few years
2: yeah absolutely brilliant point yeah absolutely and there's so much and that's the thing like it, that that thought process goes into so many different genres from just you know new wave pop or or, or prince like funk yeah. you know, or george clinton i mean it's yeah uh, yeah it just it weaves its way right through so doesn't it much. yeah terry lewis and jimmy jam do you know what i mean like yeah it's, yeah, it's, yeah
3: yeah exactly it's
2: glorious stuff yeah it really is and i so, yeah. think
3: it
0: was uh terry lewis and jimmy jam that produced that robert palmer single. right i'm talking about
3: yeah
2: yeah man it's yeah the 80s is amazing it's such a great reference point uh for us and you're right i mean there's so many awesome elements uh from my actually my favorite track uh from your album if you know not I'm saying is uh nobody <laughs> and that's a glorious oh, wow. 80s <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Right?
0: oh wow it, it, it's so funny because um i think out of all the tracks that was the one that was the hardest work but is the one that everyone oh, loves right. and um because i can tell you everything that i don't like about it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but
0: um but but even for me um after i'd completed it and um because yeah i i recall with that track because um i would got lyrics and everything for all the other songs and you know i had titles for them but i remember nobody was called untitled for a very long time all right just because i couldn't really piece anything together for it and um and yeah it's it, it, it's a weird one so the the singer on that song, um, one of my friends, Cat, um, absolutely great vocalist. You know, there's, yeah. there's so much she can do with her voice. But I, I couldn't listen to that track and I think, have, have I used it enough? You know, because it's a very kind of somber sort of tone. I mean, I met Cat through um, playing in a Scar band together. You know, and you know, Scar <laughs> wow. it's a very kind of like jumpy vocal sound, isn't it? And yeah, yeah, with Amazing. with nobody, it's um, pretty much the 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 polar opposite so um yeah it, it was that and the, the fact that with nobody it was um it was almost like a really lazy process because i just came up with two eight bar loops and i thought i can't be bothered with this <laughs> so i just kind of loop them over and over and just like build stuff on top of that and see what so basically like <laughs> nobody is me smashing a, a radiator for four and a half minutes <laughs>
2: what an actual? is that what that noise is it is yeah it's a radio it's,
0: wow. uh, i'm actually sat next to it now yeah
2: <laughs> well bang it now bang it let me hear it
0: <laughs> it doesn't sound the same i'm mean, i'll process it oh.
2: no. <laughs> i
1: can't believe it oh, I, I just pitch
0: shifted got, got loads of reverb and stuff on it but oh, um so but cold. yeah i mean it, it's mad so um because <laughs> when i played it to sarah my, my my wife um i mean i thought she'd be really critical about that um so I, we're going through the album and you know it got to wildfire song three and she was like oh this is my favorite you know and then it got halfway through nobody and she was like no this is my favorite and i was like
3: <laughs> what you know
0: because that like, got that point Um no one else had, had heard any of the songs right really and um and I thought that one Those was are very kind of,
2: different tracks as well. Yeah,
0: yeah, very different. <laughs> and, uh, I just thought nobody would would be kind of like the mid album filler, really. Um, but um, I sent it off to BBC introducing with another track. I, I sent it off with um, with Know You Better, um, and you know I, I wasn't expecting any kind of response. But within a few days, they got in touch. And said that right, we're, we're gonna play nobody on uh, BBC introducing East Midlands. And I was like, wow, God, that's, that's mad. Um I also sent it off to um are you familiar with um with Desert Essence on YouTube? Um uh, no. they promote like loads of rare stuff. Um right. soul stuff. Um I think they're pushing out some of the um the futuristic stuff, but I might be wrong. Um so yeah I, I i sent the album to them and um and they pretty much instantly got back to me and said yeah we'll put nobody on it like <laughs> wow, wow you know. that's the
3: number
0: yeah yeah and uh, I, 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 a few of my friends as well have listened to the album and, and i've said that yeah this, it, 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 probably, it probably is my favorite track and i'm I'm kind of like what you know but like i said it's it's the one track that but i always go back to and i i, I I just don't know why I you know um like I said I I can tell you everything that I don't like about it
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool I don't should I ask or should I probably not <laughs> Well it's yeah I mean I think mainly it's just
0: because of the the lack of thought that probably went into it I just think compared to the others you know because I, I always I thought that um the other seven songs, uh, you know, I, I did spend a lot of time kind of crafting them, making sure all the sounds are in the right place. You know, it, it kind of matched what was in my head. But with nobody, it was like, right, let's get the shaker out, let's do something with that, let's kind of just fill that space with a synth sound. Um, and <laughs> I was trying to like plug every gap, you know, just to try and make it um, interesting in my head because um, I just thought it was a really weak song.
2: Wow. Uh, well, yeah. I don't Is know it... when it when it works, it works. What can you say? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so I yeah. guess it's interesting because, like, I suppose you've kind of addressed it in in many ways already, but you're you're kind of having to now cross over uh, into p- to putting on like a whole other hat, uh, and everything. you I guess I am assuming everything that you sort of done from from learning to play from creating this project from playing uh, and performing with various bands and collectives has been the artistic side you get to create you get to perform and that's the bit i imagine you're super comfortable with and now you have this album and you need people to hear it and you're you're now having to put on the, the 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 promotional hat and mm. um ha- and it's I gotta say, it sounds like you're nailing it. Like you're Oh really? <laughs> you, you, what it does. I mean geez, you're BBC playing it. That's just really good. <laughs> oh, yeah, pretty yeah, good. You've had that good. done instantly. Your album <laughs> isn't even out yet, and you've nailed that. So it sounds like you're really good at it. Cool, but yeah. But kind of, um, yeah, but but even just like you're I you know, I've spoken to people who have done something and then they're mm-hmm. kind of like, Yeah, I've kind of gotta try and find out what to do. But you're you're doing it, you're you're out there, you're putting it in front of people you're doing everything that you kind of need to how do you feel in that role is this fun just as fun or is this the bit you really don't like yeah I, I
0: thought i wouldn't like it but um because i knew that it had to be its own little project i mean i think that if you do want to kind of push your music in this day and age you, you can't be like an artist 100 percent and just go yeah you know listen to my music man you know and just kind of <laughs> Think that oh someone will pick it up and, and spread it around. I mean, uh, I've, uh, I've lost count of, of, of the number of people that I've sent it to. I, I really hope that doesn't make you feel unimportant because it was important that um, <laughs> no, you replied, okay. and I was <laughs> <laughs> I was so thankful that you did. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I knew it was a bit of a numbers game as well, and you know, you, you kind of roll with those punches. I mean, you know, I've, I must have sent it out to about 100 people. Wow. but only a handful have got back to me. But it is about that handful and kind of making solid links with them and stuff like mm-hmm. that and just seeing how far you can go with with, with pushing it, really. And um, I think, I'm, you know, with my uh, day job as well, um, I've had to do a lot of customer service stuff and things like that, you know. Just, yeah. uh, and you just kind of learn little tricks of the trade, really, and you kind of learn how to persuade people into liking stuff. <laughs>
2: Yeah. What, do you, what would you kind of say the challenges are as like being an independent musician? I mean, do you kind of crave that? I mean, it doesn't really exist in many ways anymore, but do you crave the yeah. security of like a, a label to kind of take these things for you, even though that that's such a difficult structure to navigate nowadays, you know, so is, going yeah. back to the 80s, 90s, we had a vision of what it was, mm-hmm. and how, you know, but it's such a different world now, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it, it is so different. Um, and yeah, I'm, well, there was a time where it was like, yeah, you know, it'd be nice if I got signed and I got given like um, a payment to kind of book into like studios and get all the players that I want and stuff. But I think having gone through the journey that I've gone through with my own album, I don't think I'd want it any other way. Um, and if, if anything, you know, I'd probably push the whole kind of being independent thing and um just try some really far out stuff because you know I, I know that when you get tied to a label you kind of have to appease them stylistically and you can't really branch out and going back to what i said before it, if i was to create another album it, it likely won't sound anything like this anything like um uh, exy and, and the apple tree so um yeah it's just having the freedom to try different things really mm. um and also um it's not just um studio stuff that i'm into either um i'm into kind of writing chamber music and things like that the concert music and that's something that i want to get back into as well
2: jeez gosh you've covered every bass that's amazing
0: (laughs) (laughs) i i try (laughs) (laughs) whether it's um, actually any good or not
2: (laughs) oh oh, geez well i'm listening to your album i think it it must be yeah (laughs) no thank you um like so i know that do, do you think it's kind of I had a conversation with someone recently who mm. they, 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 would they, they weren't a musician as, as neither was I, obviously. Um, but they were kind of, we were kind of going back and forth about when it would be an easier time for an independent, artists to try and promote themselves and they are kind of referencing these you know like 20 years ago because labels were stronger and could um take you know projects on and invest in people as opposed Mm. to looking for a very quick fix and Mm -hmm. um and i suppose now the downside is that labels don't have the the necessary necessarily the strength that they once had but and also you know conversely i mean anyone get can become literally an overnight hit just like that at any yeah. time anything that anyone's put out can be discovered it can spread and it can just go massive i mean like do you think this is a great time uh at being an independent artist to kind of try and push on music because you know just in the digital era and in a streaming kind of era that it's just it's way easier than it would have been do you reckon yeah i mean let's it's a,
0: a double-edged sword in a way, isn't it? Because I mean, it's so easy to get music out there, and especially in this process for me, for me now, where I've been trying, to, I've been pushing it out to people because, like, you, you no longer have to like put it onto CD, then put it in an envelope, write a nice right. personalized cover letter, and you know, post that off to people and stuff. Because that's a massive process, and I was too lazy to to do that before. And now it's just it's so easy to put your music onto like SoundCloud and YouTube and just push it. And yeah. you know, I'm, I'm within a few days you've already got like a hundred views or a hundred listens um but then it's it's cutting through all the noise that's out there as well and and, yeah. and that's the most difficult thing i mean there's so much stuff out there and how how do you sift through it all and you know there's there's so much great music out there now that i just haven't heard that i want to get my ears around but it's yeah it's just so hard to find and you just have to dig a lot a, a lot deeper these days.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And it comes down to, I guess, that perseverance, you know, as well in yeah. terms of trying to get it heard and continuing and just fighting through everyone else's noise and trying to just sort of get your project to the right person at the right time. Uh, yeah, it's a it's an insane kind of process. But, I mean, yeah. you, know, you do sound like you've, you know, you, you have quite a level-headed approach, and it sounds like there's a really great plan involved in getting it, you know, where you need it to be
0: yeah i hope so I'll, I'll find out what that plan is once it's done i guess <laughs> it's one of those but no I mean, it's a bit, because i've had a bit of a um it's, it's been quite structured what i've been doing in terms of uh promoting the album i mean i've i haven't gone down the route of you know plastering my social media right yeah one month to go and it's like 29 days to go and right. <laughs> all that kind of stuff so um in some ways, I've been doing very little because um, it's like the whole BBC um, introducing thing. So when I signed up to that, they, they like asked for, oh, you know, is there a website that uh, people can visit? And I gave them my Facebook page one, which at that point hadn't even been built yet. You know? oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so ah, oh, it, was, um, it wasn't Friday just gone, but, but the, the Friday before where the BBC got in touch and and let me know that oh we're gonna play your track tomorrow and um i was due for a mad weekend in birmingham like i haven't got time to do anything
3: so <laughs> and then
0: <laughs> so i've got this empty page that's that, that, that was on facebook but had absolutely like zero on it and um and i guess people heard my track and um uh and dean the dj he, he was like yeah you know you can go to facebook go to um sun you you can find them on there, and I think some people did search for me, so I saw that I had like a few views, but I had nothing to look at. And it's like, oh, if, if only if I got my promo game sorted earlier on,
3: right? You know, I
0: could have like put some like links and stuff. And it's like when you told me about Bandcamp as well, it was kind of like, oh, should I? Should I? <laughs> yeah. And now it's like, you yeah, know, I'm, I'm I'm all set up for that now. I've got my brilliant pre order thing ready to go. So
2: awesome! Yeah, yeah.
0: So thanks a lot for the tip. It's <laughs> <laughs> So that's where I'm, I'm, I'm linking everyone now. So uh, that's much appreciated. (laughs) Thank you.
2: (laughs) You mentioned earlier about like the next, you know, the project beyond uh, ecstasy in the apple tree. I mean, is that an easy thing to look to in as much as you've lived with these eight songs for, for so long? I mean, were other songs coming to you in that time when you thought, no, no, like, I'm just going to not focus on those, That's right. Yeah. Right. So you have like a, what would be a starting point in some capacity?
0: Yeah. Yeah, of course. I've got plenty of um, ideas in my head. um, But I think like ecstasy, it was, it was a project that I really needed to get off my plate before I started um, uh, anything new. And, you know, and and there have been times over the past few years where I had been kind of toying with an idea for a new kind of track in a completely different style. Um, but I'll just start. I'll start feeling really guilty and going, "Well, I haven't finished the album yet." So mm-hmm. yeah, so that was a, a a roadblock in a way. But the good thing was was that I didn't resent having to work on the album because right. you know it would it, it become one of those chores where it's like, "Oh, you know, I hate this music. I, I don't want to work on it anymore." But I feel like I need to. It, it was it was never like that. It was always like, "Right, I, I need to get this done at some point in my life." And thankfully, that's done. And um, yeah, I've got a good few idea to look forward to um uh like i said um my background is in kind of um big band jazz playing that came from the uh youth jazz orchestra that he's playing and um mm. the director for that he he actually taught me music in school and he eventually became my best man as well
3: wow so, that's
0: amazing yeah yeah <laughs> can't get rid of him
3: <laughs> but, um amazing um, so yeah, I mean he's been players, like a, yeah. a, a
0: a huge mm. influence on me and um he he was one that really got me into um kind of writing my own stuff, got me into big band arranging, wow. um being part of the jazz the jazz orchestra and things like that. So I think my next project will be going to more kind of acoustic roots I think. I would I, I actually love the idea of writing an extended piece for big band with a vocalist with strings and stuff like that. So um I think that'll be the next thing. So um, I'll be speaking to you again in, in 16 years <laughs> from now when that's
3: complete.
2: <laughs> I'll be waiting, dude. Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: we're
2: going go to be more first. than 15 yeah. friends, though. It sounds like it's like some, it sounds like an epic project. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool. Um, I honestly, honestly, I've like, it, yeah, I'm, I'm so, I'm really, really happy you kind of made contact. I, I think it's um, likewise. Yeah, that's very cool. We'd say uh, I think you. uh, it's just so cool to kind of know, obviously, what kind of went into this and uh, for you to be in a situation where you you get to see it through. And I I can't think of the excitement and the pride you must feel. So I have genuine heartfelt congratulations. And I'm super happy for you. you. And Thank uh, you so much. I look forward to kind of what you what you kind of get up to next because, uh, yeah, it sounds like you've got like a whole well of uh, influences and talent and uh, to kind of dip into. So, yeah, it's really, oh, really exciting, man. So that's, so, that's super cool. Um, We mentioned about a a closing song uh, to kind of close the episode out with. And uh, I was wondering if you had a moment to kind of pick something out to send people home happy with. Uh, Yeah, um, whether (laughs) they will be happy with (laughs) it. I think um,
0: my personal favourite track on the album has to be The Apple Tree um, Mm -hmm. because it was the track that... um, it's probably directly inspired by what i heard back from the the silhouette brown days and it's, it's almost my take on pain in a way you know it kind of follows the same structure i remember um talking to the singer i, I think i sent her um a few silhouette brown tracks and i was like just try and sound like deborah jordan just you know, so, yeah it's, it's probably a, a, a bit of a a rip-off track in a way but um, it's an um, homage, it's, just,
2: it's not suppose,
3: a rip off it? It's
0: an, <laughs> homage. It's an <laughs> homage, it's a tribute <laughs> Yeah, yeah no, that's, that's the word that I'm, I'm That's the word. <laughs> word Let's go with that um, Yeah, so it's it's a huge part of the sound that I, I, I wanted to create and it was the one track that I really wanted to get right first and um, I think it was the first track that i finished writing before everything else, so yeah I shall leave you with that one We'll <music> be